right, y'all. Welcome to Boss Talk. Audio only. Whoop Fun whoop. for us because it's a less editing. Yeah, a lot less editing. I know you love that. Absolutely. Let's jump right into it. Um, it's been a, it's been a. It feels like it's always a crazy week, but this week in particular because fashion's guru passed away. Um, Virgil Abloh died of cancer. That's, yeah. That's kind of how I want to start out at the podcast today. You want to start with tragedy or give him respect? <laughs> give him respect yeah. both. You know, yeah. Basically, I want to start off with what's been on my mind, what's most important to me in terms of news. Gotcha. Understood. Yeah, yeah that was a big deal for you. I understand. Yeah. You know, for me, I, um, I was really heavy into Pyrex back in the right. day before I even really knew who Virgil was. I do remember you, you had... One of the shirts or jerseys, right? Right. Yeah. I think it was fake because it was so expensive to get the real one. But yes, <laughs> right. I had something of the sort. Firex, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I remember seeing Virgil uh, styling for Kanye. That's the first time I ever seen Virgil was a picture of Virgil. It's like IBN Jasper, Virgil, Kanye. Um, I think Taz Arnold is in there. Just a whole bunch of early, early fashion goats right. from like the... Early 2010s, 2010, 2011. Right. And I just thought he was a stylist. Kanye mentioned that Virgil was his, <laughs> was his um, cousin. So I thought he was his actual cousin. I guess he was just saying that's how close they were. Right. And um, Virgil took off, man. He started Pyrex. He started Off-White. And then he got the job with Louis. And he was Louis's first black head designer ever. Right. It was a big deal. Huge. Huge. How crazy is that to, I mean, it's the biggest brand in the world. To go from being a kid in Chicago to being in charge of one of the largest fashion uh, groups in the world. Houses, yeah. That's, that's incredible. I have to give credit to credit to Duke because, I mean, I have not been the biggest fashion fan or look up to any of it, but... Anyone that can get to that level is absolutely amazing. Then you look at where they come from, adds a whole nother layer to that. And then you, then you get to see really the hu- human being that he was, and that's why he got to where he was. Right. Um, I will say that I learned more about him, sadly, obviously, through his death. But one of the people that I was following... Um, I think shout out to Nikki and Moose Podcast is that they pulled a clip from Virgil, I think, from one of his interviews and talking about innovation. And he says something about, and I thought this was really clever, it was like a a 3% rule that real innovation only needs to change something by like 3%. Just change it just a little. And you look at like his fashion, what he's done with Off-White and a lot of other things, it was very similar to the to the fashion brands. Interesting. He changed it just a no. little. He basically made something that was well known <clears throat> feel customized, right. but still for the masses. It's like this looks like this, but it's it's not. But it's it's this, and I was like, wow, that is genius. Because I'll be honest, it was the one thing that I think I've almost dreaded about a lot of fashion things, especially like it feels like very simple or just this or just that and I, when I heard that I was like that that is a very genius thing though to be able to see something and be like okay let me just switch it up just a little and it's true because I think 
for a lot of artists, we want to build something from scratch or change something a lot. But to be in this, I guess I'll say in this, uh, in this society, this capitalistic society, all you really need to do is change something just a little bit. And it goes to the saying I have before is be first, be better, or be different. And being different only needs to be just a little bit different. You don't have to be crazy like, oh, well, we're the complete opposites. Yeah, we're similar with this. And I was like, wow, that's genius. I think that's, that's probably a huge lesson that I think many people can benefit from in terms of being an entrepreneur, an innovator, or a creative. You don't necessarily need to do something completely um, from scratch and, and all on your own. All you, got, you find existing things that work and then tweak it to make it customizable or work for you. Facts. Yeah, his eye was just something different. It was uncanny. He had everything was so purposeful. He was able to elevate streetwear and bring it to high fashion, which exactly. had never been done before. Of course, of course. It was like this nigga came in the the high fashion game and just flipped it on its head completely. Yep. They weren't ready for it. But what was cool is that he was accepted. He wasn't like he was like, who's this nigga coming into the, to our spot and 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 uh, and making us or making fashion lose its credibility? It was never that. Right. He elevated streetwear to a point where people were like, oh fuck, yeah, skateboarding, hip hop, high fashion, it can all be one thing, and that's what he made with Off White, and that's what he was bringing to Louis, and it's. It's also really cool. He pulled he pulled a Norm McDonald. He was killing life. Every single thing. He was just taking the bull by the horns and not talking about the cancer. He didn't want people to pity him. He wanted people to remember him for the fashion, not for the cancer or not for anything of... Um, like that, you know? I think that's beautiful. Right. Absolutely. Norm the same with comedy. Absolutely. I remember when I saw Virgil at uh, at um, Coachella, right before the world shut down. It was 2019, <clears throat> and um, Virgil was performing, because he's also a DJ. I think he goes by Time Flies. It's him uh, and his boy. Gotcha. And he had dropped a brand new Drake Sway Lee song. And it was cool, actually. I have it on my Instagram. Um, it was so cool because he played the song and no one really knew what they were listening to. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, was like, holy fuck, this is a new Sway like Drake, Drake, uh, Drake Sway Lee. Yeah, Drake Sway Lee. I couldn't say that for some reason. This is some new shit. And then halfway through the song, he stops the song and he goes, all right, guys, I don't think y'all understand what's happening right now. This is some new shit. This is that new Drake Sway Lee. And then the whole crowd erupts. They go crazy. They finally realize what the fuck was happening. And we all just vibed out. And it was cool that, and kind of ironic, that the only time I was able to see Virgil was actually not in a fashion sense, but in a music sense. Right. He was just an artiste. He was just that guy. And um, yeah. It's, it's unfortunate, man. We, we lost another goat. 
we lost the fashion goat. We lost the culture goat, you know. He he was dope. He was more than dope. He was he was who he was the spark to what streetwear is today, in my opinion. When Pyrex came out, when Pyrex came out and then he dropped off white, I mean it was just something different. It was just something different. So Flowers to Virgil. Um, would have been really, really cool to have got the podcast big enough to the point where we could have him on one day and just sit him down and pick his brain, but wasn't able to happen, and that's life, unfortunately. Right. Moving on. Um, Jack Dorsey resigns from Twitter. Yeah, but that means he's spending all his time now on Square, which has now been renamed to Block. Really? Yeah. Square's got a new name. Square has a new name. So, yeah, Jack Dorsey basically just left uh, Twitter to go focus on Square, or now Block. No relation to blockchain? Oh, I think that's the whole point. He's, got it. It's. I think this is him um, taking blockchain much more serious, and I think this is them moving into the blockchain space. He fucks with Bitcoin heavy. Yeah. I mean, Square is a financial... A tech company, so he's gonna like now divvy into the blockchain space. I wonder how much Bitcoin he owns, and I wonder how early he got in. Oh man, I wonder if he's richer off Bitcoin than he is fucking Twitter and all these other companies. That would I be would, interesting. I'm gonna say yes. Wow. While he ran Twitter, Twitter never made any profit. I don't believe. But you know how that goes. Um, most of these companies don't make profit, these tech companies. Yeah, but they make the profit fintech from... ones do. What was that? The fintech ones do. Financial tech companies oh. do. That's what I'm saying. Okay. He, he's probably making money over at Square. Sure, sure, sure. Whereas sure. Twitter's made money, but obviously you know that's that from investor money rather Correct. than um, the company itself making money. So that's not always going to be sustainable. We'll see what happens with Twitter. I thought he resigned. In my in my opinion, I think Jack Dorsey resigned because of all the backlash. Of all the backlash uh, behind censoring. He's been on Rogan a couple times. Rogan's busted his balls. Yeah, but didn't you just send me something about the new guy going to ban people for not uh, for posting anything with another person that doesn't have the person's tagged consent? I did see that. So seems like who Twitter kind of still has that same stance. I'm assuming he just has other other ventures he wants to do trying to trying to lead two companies that are as mainstream as Twitter and Square. I'm sure is a lot. So Elon does it. <clears throat> he does 3 or 4. Not everybody's built the same. Not everybody's Elon. Yeah. Not everyone's built. You can't the same. compare everybody to Elon Musk. However, right. that's Chuck like saying, done that's, pretty well for himself. Right, but that's also like saying comparing people to Michael or Kobe all sure, the time. Of course. Like, There's levels to this shit. Exactly. There's levels to this shit. Um, okay, moving on. A person in California has become the first in the US to have an identified case of the Omicron variant. Ooh, spooky. It's supposed to scare us. Are you scared? Are you shaking in your boots, Shaboobs? No, I'm just more annoyed that we keep talking about it. I know. <laughs> but it's, it, I mean, it's the world. I, this right. is the times we're in. We're in a global pandemic and we have a new strain and it's called Omicron. No relation to Transformers. Or was it? Okay. Omicron sounds like a Transformer. Gotcha. Huh. Um, sounds I'm, scary. I mean, I don't care nothing about it. Not for you. 
my mom called me and asked me about it. She's like, how are things? I'm like, mom, don't ask me anything that has anything to do with COVID. You're done. I, it, you it, checked it, out. Well, it's just nothing has affected my life. I still, I'm a freelance videographer that works in a tight-knit community. That's, Who has got COVID twice, mind you. I got COVID once. Once. The point I'm trying to make is, you were fine. You said it was shitty. It was, it was probably one of the worst uh, 48 hours of, of um, I won't say pain, but discomfort. But you got through it, though. Yeah, of course. It wasn't, it wasn't super bad, but I mean, I said the reason why I told you that was like one of the more uh, worst experiences of being sick I had is that it was like being sick with the addition of the, um, the back pain. And that's a new thing. Like being sick is one thing. The stomach and the feeling like you got to throw up or feeling cold. That was, that was nothing out of the like ordinary. That just sucked. The, the low back pain, and it wasn't like excruciating. It was just enough to notice. And that's what made it super annoying. It's, it's like you had a paper cut that you can just feel. It, that right. was the most annoying thing. Because the night before I realized that it was COVID, I couldn't sleep. I just kept waking up and uh, uh, laying down with like low back pain. I would sit up. I'm like, I can't sleep sitting up. Lay back down. It would hurt. And again, it wasn't excruciating. So it's like I can't run to the doctor and be like, something's wrong. Nothing, I didn't hurt it. But it was like, it was like a tight muscle or something just like just squeezing constantly. It's interesting. And that was the most annoying part. That was the most frustrating aspect of it. That was the worst part of it. Because then I, I couldn't sleep that night before. And then that whole day just felt like shit. But it wasn't like, I need to go to the hospital or I'm falling over. I had a, a fever that I didn't know about. Gotcha. I wonder, a slight fever, but are those bad. common side effects? I think I, I think I had the variant, which was oh, one you had of the, the Omicron joint? No. Oh, the you Delta. had the last one, the Delta yeah, one yeah, that everybody was, was freaked out about. Yeah. They keep making like more terrifying names, of hoping course. that it's going to scare people. And yeah. it, it just scares the same people. People yes. like me and you, it's like, that's not going to work on us. Right. That ship has sailed like yeah. a year ago. We are two, almost what, two years into this? Two and a half years? Yeah. Something ridiculous. This is insane. But yeah, to your point, I'm done with it. Omnicron sounds scary. Probably not as scary as what it sounds like. We'll see. I mean, if, here's the thing again with all of it about COVID is that it's not to say that it's not a real thing and that it doesn't affect you because, you know, the flu kills people still. Pneumonia kills people still. Dude. So the, the whole point of the matter is, is that you have to do the things that put you at a better odds of surviving things. And that's usually like having a good immune system, having a good diet, walking, getting sunlight. Like it's a lot of simple things. Of Eating some fruits and some vegetables. Says. Like a lot of it's very simple. It's just we live in a society that doesn't want to exert energy. We pay for convenience. That's what we want. Right. So we want to consume something that'll make this all go away. But every time you consume something unnatural, it comes with side effects. When was the last time you had a side effect of an apple? What's the side effect of a pear, a mango, any of the natural foods out there? The only thing is, the problem is that people don't like the taste or they don't like the effort they have to go to make something out of it or right. pay for something because it's extra to be organic. That's 
that's the America we live in. We want convenience and we want cheap. And with that comes this whole lot of problems. Like fast food isn't a problem if you like go buy groceries and cook and eat your food at home. Now, there are certain things you still buy that may be uh, not the best to eat at home, but it's still better than the fast food joints. It's it's all options and choices. And at this point, if you make the choice to have a a somewhat healthy lifestyle, and really healthy is just moderation. You don't have to be give up things and be vegetarian and vegan. It doesn't work for everybody. If you just have some moderation, it evens the odds so much more or puts the odds in your favor right. so much more right. rather than like what pill do I take what do I, I haven't had a flu shot in years it seems so obvious but it's not easy fun or easy that's the thing it's it's the other, it's simple, the other route it's simple not easy it's more fun I'm gonna go no, to McDonald's give me a double easy. a McDouble it's, or in and out and give me a three right. by three let's you go know, crazy you know what you're right we've and not work out we've, we've, we've even packaged easy with pleasure. Sure. And that's that's the winning ticket sure. for everybody. All we want, America wa- lives off of pleasure. How much pleasure, how, how good can we feel, and what things can we consume to feel good? Food, drinks, drugs. It's, it's always about what you take in, and it's not about really the going out or the like actual activities, the playing the sports, the having a good time with, with people in an engaged activity. Like those things really make somebody feel good. When you have a, a basketball game that you're really into, that everybody's into, and you had a good time and a good game, right. you're really into it. And that feels fucking good. It feels good to have a pizza afterwards, but it doesn't feel the same as like having a good time and exerting energy. I just don't understand why we're putting so much stress on COVID when there are so many other things that can kill you too. From car accidents to cigarettes to overeating to you can drink too much water and die. Right. Why the stress on COVID for two years? The conversation's dead. Honestly, it this then turns into all conspiracy theories. Yeah, of course, you, of course. Money, the like CDC, control. vaccines, big pharma, you name it. Right. Sure. We can get on that for years, but um Let's move on. The MLB enters its first lockout in over 25 years. I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. I mean, I don't watch right. baseball anyways, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people upset by that. I don't really know why. Yeah, I guess I was, we can look I up was, why. I was unaware. I'm sure money. It's all about money, right? It's always These money, guys right? want money. Right. You're going to pay millions of dollars. How much more money do you want? Fuck. Or maybe it's vaccine stuff. I don't know. No is it even idea. worth looking up? I don't really care that much. I just think it's interesting that they're having a lockout. I, I think it's interesting because even, um, I believe, SAG was trying to have a lockout. I remember the NBA lockout a couple years ago. I don't know. It feels a little spoiled bratty to me. That's always the case when it comes to that. But, I mean, at the same time, for these players, a lot of them, uh, yeah, they're being well paid, but then... You see kind of, I guess when you're in the machine, you can see how much the machine takes advantage of all the players and things. And like, you're not getting as much as they're making off of you. But to your point, it could feel... That's business. It could feel bratty, entitled, privileged, whatever. At the end of the day, everyone's going to be about their money. And some of these guys, if they want to feel that they get their... Oh, yeah. They should get their just dues, then... And to add to your point, once you've been getting paid a certain amount of money, once you've been living a certain lifestyle, 
that becomes normal. Also, I'm sure it's not like a privilege anymore. It's that's normal. They've been getting right. paid too much money for years now. Yeah, they but want got, a little bit you more. You got to admit it. So sometimes it's it's also good for the other guys on the team, the smaller guys on the team, because the big stars makes money and then they get endorsements. But a lot of other players don't make that same amount of money, and so I'm sure. You know, for them and the places that they live in, or for certain cities, obviously, that it's an expensive thing. And they need a little bit more help to cover costs and, and survive or in order to perform well. You said that it's good for the guys who are no names? No, no. I, if, uh, good, uh, like negotiations and trying to get the money up. These, oh, these sure, things sure. Are okay, good yeah, for yeah. Them. Especially, particularly in baseball, to add to your point, right. because it's a farm system. You have guys who, coming out of straight out of high school, they're playing for the minors. They're making oh, yeah. decent money, but they're not making crazy money. You right, have some right, guys right. who are making 90K, 100K, right. playing professional baseball in the hopes to make more one day. Right. But that's not always the case. Right. And we also don't know the other little stingents that are... That What's athletes, a stingent? Or, or I guess factors that athletes <laughs> yeah. have to deal with there. Because I think I heard one time like... Uh, for sports players, you get paid differently amongst different states because every state has their own taxes. And yeah, but that's that's after the fact. You get paid differently based off how well you or how well you do. Yeah, a yeah. what team you play for. B right. and then after the fact, obviously their state tax or whatever. That's why Rogan moved to Texas. That's why I, right. well, that's not why, but that's a factor. And I'm sure it's Absolutely. why a lot of these guys are moving to other states. Where there's no state tax because if you're making millions of dollars, oh yeah, you, you want to keep some of that. Absolutely, state tax. I'm not mad at insane. that, particularly in California, and I'm sure New York yeah. and all these oh, big liberal states. cuck places. <laughs> uh, moving on, world's first living robots can now reproduce. Whatever the fuck that means, right? Are they actually fucking? Do they reproduce like coral does, like by themselves? Uh, is there a baby that comes out of some trap door in this robot? I'm trying to figure out what that means when they say that these robots can reproduce. Um, I would assume they reproduce like single-celled organisms, but there's no fucking involved. There's just organisms right. come together and split of and course. divide. Like coral. <clears throat> sure. I, didn't, yeah. I haven't seen that. Um, I try not to care about any of these things until there's there's some real major breakthrough that's on every channel. Um, sounds like a. Why is it gonna be on every channel? We're getting the news early here, Papa. I we got I'm Google. Just saying like this doesn't feel like much to me yet. Um, that's fair. We're still in the early stages. No, actually, yeah. no. What are you talking about? Let's read that back. World's Re- yeah. first living robots. What does that mean? Living robot. I don't know. Can now reproduce. I guess they. Um, they decipher that the robot is living because it can reproduce. It'd be cool if there was a I video see. of this thing. I don't think there's a right. video. Right. Again, if I'm not seeing anything major with like a video and all this stuff, I try not to pay too much attention of it. Otherwise, it sounds like a headline that, that makes you feel like the, we're getting closer and closer to the Matrix. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. I just watched that with uh, a friend the other night who had never seen it before. How do you live... In 2021, and have never seen The Matrix. Oh, there's plenty of people that it's don't. so weird. It's n- not everybody's a sci-fi. Yeah, but that's... Not everybody's It's like Star Wars. Wars. Like, you have to have seen it once. <clears throat> uh, there's plenty of people that still probably haven't seen Star Wars. None of them? I'm sure. 
Some people aren't fans. There's like eight. There's like twenty Star Wars now. You're right. There's, there's got to be. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. There's got to be some adult out there that hasn't seen Star Wars. But most regular people. We're talking about regular folks here. They've seen yeah. Star Wars, and I, I would have hoped they've seen Matrix. But having watched it again as an adult, man, it's 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 almost like an alien wrote it. Because how do you even have this thought process to get with all the, the details and the nuance of that storyline? Everything is detailed, even, even the, green or, uh, the green overlay and the yeah. green color grade. Like everything was methodical with that shit. Yeah. It wasn't playing. The Wachowski brothers, sisters, whatever they want to be called. Right. They did. A, it a, was not playing. It was a wonderful idea that was extremely well executed. Oof. That's right. the thing. Most of the time, it's it's one or the other. I feel yeah, like. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Exactly. Right? Sometimes you, if you have a great idea, you often don't have execution that follows. The Matrix was groundbreaking. God damn it! The story, the thought. So many people, like oh my, like felt like they asked themselves like questions. It gave, uh, it gave a whole bunch of people a common theme for life, especially as technology has you know taken over and become more of a regular thing it was it was very groundbreaking ahead of its time it feels more realistic now in 2021 than ever like it feels like we're kind of living oh yeah you know that's why i'm actually really excited to see this one because i'm excited to see how they take it now because it's been almost what 15 years years. that makes me sad it's all right whatever we'll see what they do we'll see what they do they you know they seem to leave this thing open for do you think hold for on. more sequels? Do you think that because there is a Morpheus, he's just a younger Morpheus, correct? Right. So are they? They're not picking up on where they left off, is what I'm gathering. You have to see the movie. We'll have to see the movie because Keanu looks significantly older. So you can't make him look younger than what he was in the Matrix in 1999. Obviously not. You know what I mean? <clears throat> right. So I don't know what they're going to do there. I mean, I've watched one or two little uh, theory videos of what they think, and I believe the idea is that one idea is that this is a Matrix uh, redesigned through Neo because the last thing that happens, I think, in Matrix Revolutions is that he sacrifices himself to the machines at the Machine City, and um, Mm. we think it's, I guess, put to rest. I guess the idea here is that he didn't die, is that since he's the one, they've loaded him back in, and then they loaded him back into the system and then rebuilt the system. And in order for to keep him subdued, they've kind of allowed him to think that life has gone on and he doesn't know any of these things. But we'll see how it plays out. Matrix gets a little confusing. Of course. It took me years to honestly understand what was happening. And even of now, course, I don't we know that I kids, completely understand. When we were kids going. when it came out. I know. How old were you? When the first one came yeah. out? Yeah. Was it 99? Was it 99? I think so. Oh, shit. 2000? I was then 12 or 13. Sopranos era. That's yeah. crazy. That was a good era for shit. We had Sopranos going. Matrix came out. I remember Blade came out. Somewhere yeah. around that time. Blade wasn't Matrix, but sure, it was great. Blade was a dope It was great movie, for what though. it was. I wasn't allowed to watch it, so now I watched it recently for the first time. It's good, but it would have been so much better if I watched it when I was a kid, for sure. It would have been so cool. Oh, absolutely. 
Definitely. I don't know that it holds up the same. Um, speaking of movies, there's a war movie about China defeating the U.S. That is now China's highest grossing movie of all time, bringing in a whopping $900 million so far. And that was last week. It's probably at a billion by now. Yeah. Um, that definitely doesn't really help any uh, U.S.-China uh, relations, but, you know, whatever. America does the same thing when they make their war movies. I think the, the biggest thing to note here is $900 million. Why is that the biggest thing to note? It's Isn't China. that significantly bigger than anything that we've had? Or is Avengers there? Is Avengers at the billion mark and stuff I mean, like that? Uh, read the statement again. Yeah, uh, it's China's highest grossing movie, bringing in a whopping $900 million. I think that's just them saying that's their highest grossing movie because, yeah, Avengers definitely... Is, is there. Maybe surpass that. Probably. Booted that right out the water. I mean, I, I think Avengers was like a... 1.9 billion in oh, the first fuck. week. Oh, so fuck. I think this is just China saying, this Yeah, is, this it's is their highest movie. Highest grossing movie. Boom, yeah. But we kill them because we're America. Yeah. That's what we do. My dad had a good point, actually, um, that he wasn't impressed because he goes, It's China. They, they can make their civilians do whatever they want. They can literally make it a law or pass a bill, whatever the fuck they do in China. Show this in the schools. Though. Literally yeah, show yeah. it in the schools, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's so many things they can do over there that we don't and their numbers, do over here. The numbers is, but you guys are trying to do that over here. I see what you're is, trying to do. The you numbers are kind dance. of also inflated because China is just a much larger market off sure, of that. Sure. China and India are huge markets, so you kind of... Not to say that you you get a built-in audience, but your audience generally between those two countries are going to be very large numbers. I wonder if we'll do a Bollywood film ever, me if and you. We? Yeah, if we'll write one. Um, so there's, a, there's a market there, a lot of money. I mean, push I would, ourselves. Bollywood movie be a lot of fun, I think. But was my, it, it's all it's a musical always, correct? Uh, half the time, I'm sure they've gotten a little more serious now, where it's not always musicals, but yeah, generally. Musicals. My uh, oh, my family corny. tends to has asked me about trying to do Bollywood things before in the past. I'm like, it's not really my thing. And they're mad long, right? Like four hours sometimes, three yeah, hours. Yeah, like films. three to four hour movies. Uh, they long. Have movies. you seen one? Yes, I grew up. My brother, uh, being half Middle Eastern, my brother has a, a few movies that he's liked. He grew up over there for in Saudi Arabia for a little bit as a kid, so he's watched a bunch. And one of the biggest actors uh, in. Uh, India is Amita Bachchan. He's, he's an huge. Indian actor. Yeah, he's 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 huge. He's he's the biggest Indian actor. He's there, Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt. Bigger than the both of them. Shut who the do you think? Up. Who do you think was? Uh, give me another name of those two before, like an icon. Icon. Before them. Yeah. Uh, James Dean. He's like yeah, James Dean of of over there. Like he's this guy's. Everything for like Rock Hudson, four or five decades. Like he's he's huge. Everyone knows him. He's in everything. Every wow. every movie. Oh, he still acts and he's like old. Uh, I think I don't know. I think he's still alive. Okay. But so he's, he's that guy. But yeah, going for like wow. probably five six decades. I wonder now. what his net worth is. Oh, I don't know. But the funny thing is, though, I don't know. I'm, I feel like he may have passed away though, because the funny thing is, is I remember. Uh, in one of the few Spider-Man movies, there was a 
they brought in an Indian actor that was probably very well known. And I had that thought. I was like, wow, as big and well known as Amitha Bachchan was, he did not, I never saw him cross over into the American market. I never seen one movie of him doing any appearance in an American movie. Could that be by choice? Because he's already killing it over there. Maybe. What's the need? But also the question I guess I have is that was there ever an offer or opportunity? Sure. And sure. so th- I only think that because it's like, wow, biggest name in the world and he didn't get it. And this other guy, some, this is why I don't know if he's alive or was not. Was he good looking? That oh, other yeah. guy? Was he yeah. a, a stud? Amit, yeah. He well, was, Amit was that, probably older at this point. Oh, no, no. Amit was the stud. Oh, you're talking about the guy that was in yeah. the... Um, oh, boy. The new bull on the no, block. No, the, like, whoever the, the Kumal guy is, the... Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's more of a stud right now than than the the guy that I've been thinking Kumar's of. Not the, a st- oh oh, Kumar, the buff one now. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking of a boy from Harold and Kumar. Oh no. Yeah yeah yeah. You know what I'm talking about though. The, he hasn't worked like in a while. The, uh, the no. Indian guy from Harold and Kumar. Oh, he was doing. He's been doing TV stuff. Sure. Yeah, he was doing. But TV he's stuff. not Kumar. He's not. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Right, right right no. Because that uh, guy's in Eternals. Is that what he's in? Yeah yeah exactly. Yeah. That guy's a stud. The oh, one he's that a stud. the one that I Happy was referencing. Him. What he was in Spider Man. I think the Amazing Spider Man with Andrew Garfield. He played somebody that worked at Oscorp. Okay. Um, he was just a businessman, so he, not nothing crazy. But I mean. Um, not the stud that like Amit the Butchin was like Amit was a, is a good looking guy yeah. and very well known guy. Sure. But um, my family has definitely wanted me to do things uh, dance wise in Bollywood for sure. They're like, you should do Never this, you should late. get into this, and I'm just like, ah, not my thing, not my style. Sure. Like, people take it serious. I and wish they could see us, but I'm doing a Bollywood dance, right? People, good people, hands, right? Good hand placement. Sure, sure. I mean, I don't know. You know. I don't. Fair. <laughs> I don't watch enough, though. So to the answer your question, your I've watched... Blood. Then to answer your question, there's only one movie, Bollywood movie, that I really know and have like watched from beginning to end. I don't understand it. Sai has always been the one to translate it for me. So I know the story now because it's been translated to me. But there's only one that I've ever really sat okay. and watched. Gotcha. And it's like three hours. Three hours. It's a commitment. Yeah, but funny enough is that I remember one time I enjoyed this movie so much. I enjoyed the music of this movie so much as a kid that Sai came home and I was like, I guess singing to the song. And he asked, he told mom, he's like, hey, you don't have to like force him to listen to this, you know, if he doesn't want to. And mom looked at him and he's like, he put that on himself and has been yeah. singing for like he the last hour. It. Once again, it's in your blood. That's what I'm I, telling you. I you are a Saudi prince. <laughs> Um, let's see. Okay. Biden transfers power to Kamala Harris, making her the first woman in U.S. history to hold powers of presidency. However, it was for like fucking two hours or something. It's like one hour. It was one hour. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal, but they try to make it a big deal. Yeah. That was semantics. Multiple headlines on semantics, optics, blah, 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 blah. Like my dad said, it doesn't really matter. 50, 100 years from now, in the history books, it's going to say that we had a black female president. It doesn't really matter how long she sure. was. Right. That's, that's how, semantics. That's, and that's why how people want to do it. The optics of it, sure. sure. Right, whatever. Symbolism, sure. Okay. Didn't really do much. Didn't really matter. No, it she didn't. Made I no thought decisions. it was going to be something different, though. I really did. No, we, all, we both did. When we heard the news, the transfer of power, we didn't hear the part about for a colonoscopy. 
we we heard transfer of power. I was like, holy shit, he's stepping down. What the fuck? Right. It turned into this whole thing. Yeah, you're right. She Which be the we first all bit. suspected to begin with. We yeah, thought, it, oh, this guy's old. Yeah, we Come thought on, conspiracy. Run the show. We thought all these things. And then you read, oh, for Colin Oscar. Oh, this ain't nothing then. This is nothing. We we can we don't have to overreact. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. It was funny. It's a funny wave of emotions. Apparently, uh, presidents step down all the time when they're going through a medical procedure. Yeah. Here's exactly, the difference. Right. They decided to announce this. Exactly. Which only, I thought was peculiar. Only because she's the first female sure. to get that close sure. to the power. Sure. Uh, Connecticut you know, official. It, go ahead. I was gonna say it's kind of like one of those random, um, those random stats you hear in sports that have nothing to do with anything. You're like, what? Okay, right? Cool. You're like, sure, yeah. This is the the 37th time that this kicker has like lined up on that right hash from here, and he's he's 36 for 37. Does any of that really matter? No, he right still now? sucks. Right, like he's still gonna miss the fucking field goal. Right, so or, why does it matter? Yeah, like or just let the moment play out. Sure. Like <laughs> all that doesn't really matter, but yeah, yeah. I thought it was funny. It's a funny thing. It felt big news at first. Like it's it definitely did feel big news. It was. It was a wave of emotions. I called you. It was a wave of emotions. What's happening? Right, and then Kamala's the boss. And then you hear the details. Ah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Of course. Does she of even, course. Does she even have time to like order a pizza while this is happening? Like shit. Right, right. But who knows? You know, who knows what's going on behind closed doors that I don't know, man. We never really know what reasoning is. We draw our own conclusions as civilians, but we don't really know why politicians and particularly high government do certain things. We just speculate. Right. Um, Connecticut officials warn of fentanyl-laced marijuana after dozens of overdoses. Now, this was some big news to me, and that pissed me the fuck off. Because we love our weed. <laughs> Wish we had I was, right now. I was, I was mad at this news. Yeah. I was like, how dare someone fuck this up? How dare they touch the marijuana? You made a good point, though, is that that's probably on the street. Yeah. Ideally, if you're going to a clinic. licensed clinic, yeah. which thankfully we have in California. Yeah, I mean, it's lucky for us there are any of the yeah. big cities that have dispensaries and clinics and people who, and I will say people who want to run legitimate businesses, because don't get me wrong, I'm sure there are people operating like at a street level dispensary trying to just make money and get by. Yeah, so, it's not that they don't want to operate in a legitimate way. It's what, that it's, ex- that's, it's expensive. expensive. Exactly. So not all places are going to, you know, hold the same high standard or even be able to test the stuff. But it's at least nice that um, that we have the options here. But I'm very upset that anybody would throw fentanyl or marijuana at all. Like, how dare you? That's the thing. Don't, huh? don't it's like fentanyl and everything now. Yeah. Fenton heroin, fenton weed, fenton coke, fenton everything. Why? Fence is the new coke. Because it hits. Yeah. I asked this one dude who's kind of, you know, he's in the drug game a little bit whatever. And I asked him, I said, hey, why is everybody putting fentanyl on things? And he said, bro, it hits. It's cheap. It hits. Sometimes, if it doesn't kill you, you might not even know it's fent and you think you just got really fucked up and you'll come back for more. That's the irony. Yeah, that's the problem. That is that our uh, 
our human problem is that we will get fucked up with something and we go back for more. Uh, as long as it didn't kill us. Right. Let's try it again. Because you, if you think about it, that's the entire liquor industry. It's like we were drinking something that could, that can kill us if you have too much, but if it doesn't, oh, shit, let's do it again. I feel like secretly you're an advocate against liquor. I I've mean, never heard you talk about alcohol yes. in a positive light. Ever. It's so funny because I am a drinker too. Because if not you put, really. If you put you'll it in have front of one me, or two glasses nah, of eggnog. No, no, that's that's me sure. home. Me home when I'm trying to be chill. I I get caught up with it all the time. Are you kidding me? We well, fucked up on the podcast before, right? We fucked up no, on the podcast. That before. was Let's actually keep it real. that when we were drinking. That was actually a, a huge notice for me because we were drinking, and I just I noticed that once I start drinking. I just keep going. He was ready. I just keep. He was ready. Like, and that's uh, wine, liquor. I noticed that when we were drinking the pot, because I was started drinking more than you on our the first. Really? Yeah, like the the one we did in the that little table booth. Okay. I think it was, yeah, the, fir- yeah, I think yeah. it was the first one we actually may have started drinking over there. Sure. Um, I was drinking more than you throughout the interview. And I noticed that because I was like, we kept, we got down. And I was like, shit, I'm I'm the one that keeps pouring right now. I, I keep that. pouring. I love that. I, didn't I know you do. But so that's why, to your point, is why it's so funny because yeah, I I know the dangers of it. I know myself. That's why I try not to do it. That's why like all I have is just eggnog. I'm not gonna go get fucked up off eggnog liquor. So fifteen percent. That shit is kind of right, tough. Right, but ex- ex- exactly. So that's why it's sip. It's nice. It's yeah, whatever. But you give me the if you put the henny or whatever out, I'll I'll pour it and start sipping and just keep sipping. Yeah, because you enjoy. Because that's the thing you enjoy. Warms it up a little. You bit. enjoy the little feeling. Yeah, I feel until it gets too your much. Shoulders. Right until it, until the times people get to too much. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. Ooh. Malcolm X's daughter was found dead in Brooklyn home. Did you hear about this? No. I didn't. I mean, what happened? I didn't exactly. I didn't Found do, dead. Yeah. Is, Let me do some Googling right now. I'm like, well, how, what age was she? Be, sure. I mean, how uh, she was she young. Be? She was in her 30s, it seems like. Oh, well, tragic. Uh, let's see. Malcolm X daughter death case. Okay. No indication. What's this? Uh, Malcolm X daughter found dead in New York City. Did it do? Days after she exposed NYPD and FBI were behind Malcolm X assassination. Uh, Holy fuck. Conspiracy there. That's conspiracy shit. That's conspiracy. And then we have another headline that says, no indication Malcolm X's daughter's death linked to info she released about her father's murder. Yeah, of course. No indication. You're right. Sure. Who, who? From who? The NYPD? This is from politifact.com. <laughs> no, I'm saying like exactly. the people who's reporting no indication. Is that the NYPD? The same one she exposed? <laughs> I mean, no disrespect. But um, that was a tough yeah, looking female yeah. right there. She was looking a little rough. <laughs> she looked like she could handle herself. She looked like she could handle herself, right? She looked big. With that jawline. I mean, you go in toe-to-toe. Yeah, she's going to fuck us up. Thank God I know a little jujitsu, well, but this bitch got a little uh, tragedy on me. Tragedy. I should not call her the B word. That was disrespectful. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know much about her, but I wonder if she was on a similar quest to what her father was. Oh, my bad. I thought that was the mic for some reason. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. Anytime there's a death, that's unfortunate. But as we all know, when it's somebody who's famous or somebody who is related to a famous person, we care a little bit more. That's just the name of the game. Um, Staples Center will be renamed Crypto.com Arena. It's going to be interesting these uh, next five to ten years with this whole crypto game. Who finessed that, though? Whose idea was that? Who? I mean, who pulled that off? Who's this crypto guru that was like, oh, I'm going to have the clout, the money, whatever else it takes to be able to change the name of Staples Center? Right. It's been named that for years. Yeah, but you realize, I didn't realize this till a couple years ago, more recent, like, those names don't really matter when you realize they're all just corporations. They're all just corporates. Staples Center, AT&T Stadium. Verizon. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. I didn't even... How about Madison so, Square Garden? That one might be one of the originals. Sure. Name, most original names of a places, yeah. but most of them, and that's they know that, so that's why they're not going to change it unless someone pays a whole lot of money. I'm talking about billions. But, yeah, that name holds... Uh, its own ground, luckily for the, for them. But all these other stadiums, like I didn't realize Staples Center was named after the Staples Company. I didn't realize. <laughs> when did you realize that, dummy? After it was after the <laughs> after the name change <laughs> that they hilarious. bought it, I was like, oh shit, uh, oh shit, that fuck. was Staples the whole time. It sure was. Wow. Staples had it exactly. Staples so, is a dying company, thanks right. to Amazon. You fuckers. Hey, well, you know. I know. Life happens. It sure does. You gotta go with the, you gotta go with the trends and with the changes. But it'll be interesting. You see, now that it's a crypto dot com, what is it? Yeah, crypto dot com arena. Yeah, I'm, I'm mad that they threw the dot com in the name for the arena. It just it sounds corny, actually. Now that I crypt, say it out loud, crypto I don't arena. Like it. The crypto arena would have been fine. Crypto dot com arena. There's no notoriety. No, they're they're basically using this as a giant advertising. No one even uses crypto dot com. Everybody I know uses Coinbase and other companies. Well, that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, I see that. They got the money for it. Apparently. I mean, if you want to spend it on it, that's a lot. Let's can see you, what. Can you Google for me the CEO of crypto dot com? I'm curious who this guy is. What's his net worth? What's he about? Was he an early guy in Bitcoin? What's going on with this dude? Crypto.com. Interesting. Interesting that they are trying to be the forerunners in the crypto space, it sounds like. They're trying to say, fuck Coinbase, fuck uh, Kraken, all these other companies. Mm. Was it BitChute? What do we got over there, buddy? Chris Marzalek? Google's net worth. Who is this guy? Is he a computer programmer? Is he a crypto guy? Is he a businessman? Tell me a little about uh, Chris Marzalek. Um, This is from the Daily Beast. Okay. Whatever that is. Uh, this is uh, the have proclaimed another prize. Hmm. This is why uh, and co-founder of gets paid uh, big money. CEO and co-founder of Crypto.com, which reportedly paid over seven hundred million for the naming rights to the arena, left his last Ooh. job amid accusations from customers and business partners that they had been ripped off. Okay. Uh, the Australian-based company, a publicly traded discount website called Insogo, offered online deals comparable to Groupon. It abruptly shuttered 
its operations in Southeast Asia in June 2016, just as Marzalek stepped out the door to join Crypto.com. So, hmm. yeah. Seems like a guy who got either finessed out of his company beforehand or he made a mistake. Accusation, sure. And now he's on a new venture. Or he finessed, to- he finessed his exit himself before sure. things got in trouble and then right. dipped out on the, to the next thing. So very succession of him. He might uh, he might just have a good eye right. for for what's next. But he's a business guy, is what I'm gathering. Yes, he's not a crypto guy or a no, no, no. tech guy per se. No, okay, yeah. copy that. Interesting. Um, we'll see. Crypto.com. Hopefully, we can go to a game uh, next season <laughs> at Crypto.com. At Crypto.com Arena. Arena. That's so funny. It's like a mouthful too. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, I would just say Crypto Arena. Uh, Pakistan passes anti-rape bill allowing chemical castration for repeat offenders. <laughs> Sad that I would have to get to that level. I'm not mad at it. If you are a repeat offender, right, well, hold on, hold saying. on. Yeah, you said repeat, repeat offender. Anti-rape. Ooh, okay. I don't know why I read something different than what it is. It says anti-rape. My head immediately thinks children. Sure, if you're raping children and even molesting children, castrate that motherfucker. <laughs> but if it's women? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying... That's what it, you thought. It hits differently for me. <laughs> it doesn't hit the same as an innocent child. I mean, what if you were falsely accused twice? I'm just saying hypothetically. From a woman that says that you raped her, maybe... Yeah. We'll just... for. Conversation's sake, we'll say that a woman falsely accuses you twice. You gonna chemically, chemically castrate me? I mean, I mean, how a, much proof do you need to chemically a, castrate me? Getting accused twice—that's a lot. I know. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, most of the time, yeah. I'll like, take that twice. I'll take that. Yeah, some. I think. The, I think the whole part of it that yeah. makes the most sense is the repeat offender part. Sure. Like if, if rape is rape. Like if. Repeat. repeat the first repeat. time. The first time you didn't get the message to not do it. We gonna you gonna learn the second off, time. <laughs> Damn. Chemically castrate. That's what that means, right? Is cut your balls off. Yeah. Or, or it's like put acid to your dick. I'm, I'm assuming, thinking acid. To I'm the thinking dick acid kinda. too. Oh, good! You're thinking acid to the dick. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Fuck! That's what. I, that's what. I, yeah. What else chemically, is chemically castrate. Not yeah. just castrate, but chemically. chemically. Castrate. Like they're not gonna. Oh my they're, they're not god! Gonna, they're not gonna gas it. They're not gonna gas the dick. Well, I was gonna say maybe cut off the balls, but I think acid sounds fucking brutal. Yeah, could you imagine all over the dick, just oh god, and then it like creeps down to your asshole a little bit. They're not like gonna be considerate with you about where they're gonna <laughs> no. pour their acid. They're just gonna pour it on you. It's gonna creep down to your asshole oh, man. and your taint. Okay, next subject. Sorry, that's bad. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Oh, get a little more serious with me, okay? I probably should have placed this in the beginning when we talked about that. We need to uh, switch up the order of these I'm at sorry times. About that. I, I have no worries about that. You just, okay, you just let, write let, it all let. down. Young Dolph. Oh, I can't say this without laughing now because of the order. Okay. Young Dolph was shot and killed in Memphis. Yeah, this definitely should have gotten towards the first. That should have been the first with, uh, with Virgil. Right. With the Virgil joint, I know. Um, that's another tragedy. Haters, bro. Just haters. Ironically, a couple days before that, 
I don't know if I sent it to you, but I posted it on my story. It was a video of Mayweather, who people try to hate on Mayweather like he's not smart. He's a smart guy. Yeah. He's a smart guy. He may not have the, the quote-unquote book smarts that you're looking for. He may not be the, the, the most well-read. But he can hold himself in a conversation, and he yeah. knows how to read a check, as he would say. Anyways, in this, uh, this is like an old, old interview. He was like maybe 25, mm. um, talking about how when you get money, you can't go back to the hood. Because you got too many right. people who want to be like you, who hate that you're at yeah. a place that they're not. Absolutely. And yeah, that was a couple days before I, and um, ironically, yeah, Young Dolph, he got got from that type of nigga, that type of dude, a hating ass person because he didn't have the talent, work ethic, charisma, et cetera, to be where Young Dolph was. Right. Um, I think I also sent you that interview or podcast actually with uh, Noriega yeah. and, and and Dolph. And Noriega was trying to tell him. He was exactly. like, yo, so you still be in the hood, Dolph? Dolph was like, yeah. And he was like, but why? It's not smart. It's too many guys who want your spot. Too many niggas who want your spot. Yep. And he was trying to tell him like on some OG shit. And young Dolph wasn't trying to hear it. He was like, nah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Nah. You know what I'm saying? That's not me. It's a hard lesson learned. Yeah. I mean, even Big Sean still like stay in Detroit, but you he don't Big stay Sean. in the hood. You and Big Sean. Wait, does he live in Detroit? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, he got places he... over, but I'm he's sure. from Detroit. He so, you know, he, he does stay there. But no, to the point, nobody stays in. They're not generally don't stay in the hood. That's not a smart thing to do. It's not. Hood niggas do that shit. But... That's the idea is we're putting too much um, value in being a hood nigga. Like, that's not cool. There's no value in that, really. Even if you think it's cool, there's no actual value. It's going to lead to death. I've said this before in the podcast. The thing is, it's, it's, it's great to show death, love. Death, incarceration, et cetera. It's great to show love to your community and your neighborhood and where you're from. But if you come from a place that is not necessarily the best environment and it has those things in it you can't stay there like you can't the older you get the more that you have to be more in control of your experiences and your environment you can love them from afar if you want to exactly. donate to, to charities exactly. or, build, or, or to build community centers. centers. Nipsey was doing that. Yeah. I'm sure Nipsey was trying to obviously help out Crenshaw. Yeah. But I believe he was living in Beverly Hills or someplace like that. Now, here's the irony. Well, he was he at- He still got got. But he's still in the hood, though. He was he, he, he was, was in the hood. He was, yeah, he was he at he was a place in Crenshaw trying to build- um, The marathon joint. The marathon joint. Yeah. So- that's the unfortunate thing for that does suck because in that situation with Nipsey, he was definitely giving back to his community and trying to build better. And someone came and got him. Uh, Young Dolph still, it's it's a tragedy that you know you can't. It's sad to think that you have to leave your home once you make it. Ugh. Like if that's where you grew up and that's your home and that's where all your friends and your family be at, it's like yeah, why would I leave? But. If it's not a good environment or if it's, you know, has things around it, like you just, you have to control the environment and move to a better place. 
You mm-hmm. take your people with you. Yeah. You just go to a better place, though. I like getting your take on these hood topics sometimes because you approach it from a whole different mindset, but it's brilliant. If yeah. only more niggas could stop trying to be so hard and so cool and think from a longevity perspective. Right, you, the, right. Your family who actually love you and that you're trying to be there for, right? Your yeah. kids, your moms, et cetera. It's like, well, we need you here. So exactly. don't put yourself in harm's way. Right. Now, the, again, though, the tragedies we've seen, especially with like Nipsey, though, it's like there are going to be those things around and you're going to... If you have money, you have to learn to protect the money and find ways to protect yourself, even if you're going to be around home. Because unfortunately, when you get to a level of status and money, as you as noted, people want the spot. Become a and target. And actually, if, here's the funny thing: it's it's not even that the people want the spot because some people. Killing the person. It's not like they move up into the spot. They just don't want to see you have the yeah, spot. Yeah, just envy. So, pure envy and hatred. Exactly. So the, so you have to learn to protect yourself. You have to, if you're going to be in the hood places, you have to be around people you trust completely. You got to have your security. You got to have, unfortunately, you got to kind of play it smart. Of course. You have to, you have to be aware. People everywhere. I was, As your life changes, you have to act accordingly. Absolutely, you always have to adjust. You got to adjust, man. Um, <laughs> Kareen Abdul-Jabbar's son is sentenced to six months in jail for stabbing his neighbor. All right, super random. Random. Uh, I only thought it was interesting to me because it was just another example of when you got money or you got. You know, his dad's Kareem. You're going to get... Did he kill him? No, but you still stab somebody. I mean... If I I stab somebody, I'm going to get a couple years. I think you too, and you're not even white, white. I mean, if you don't kill... (coughs) I mean, attempted murder. I guess attempted murder in a way. It's attempted murder. Heat in the passion. Six months? When you got money, you get... What's the word I'm looking for, boo? Leniency? You get leniency. Life is different for you. Um, what's the word that we were using yesterday? You get, uh, I'm not, oh, is that entitlement? Yeah. A little we're bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's, this is not entitlement. This is privilege. Privilege. That's the word I'm looking this for. This is it's privilege. It's just privilege. And the irony is he's a black guy. That's so it's money. not white privilege. That's it's what money gets you. money privilege. Yeah. It's financial privilege. Financial privilege. That's what it really comes down to. At the end of the day, Yes, it it matters what ethnicity you are in terms of how you're treated, in terms of how the world looks at you. But when you got money, Ooh, what's that about real thing. money? That's such money a funny talks. thing. Look at OJ Simpson. You, hold on, I just thought about that. That's a funny thing. Race and class are, are is like one and two. People look and judge race first, and then they judge class. And the only time they will try to ignore race. Is if your class is on is a superior class, like if you're on the top financial class. I'm talking like social class, right? That's that's an interesting thing. Wow, didn't really think of it that way. Between race and class, those two are the probably two most judgmental factors for every human being. What do you think is prominent in America, race or class? Um, that's, it's very close. The thing is, the thing is, it's that race is number one, but 
because there are so many people, like even with this case, as you're pointing, for a black man to have the privilege because he's made money, you see where the class plays in. So racist number one, because if you are a poor, white trash, heroin junkie, for conversation's sake, and that guy's going to get treated worse than a... You'd be surprised of optics and things. Diddy or Jay-Z, don't you think? Because those guys, what's about billionaires here? Yeah, they're yeah, black. But, and they still hood niggas. Yeah, but those And they are, in the rap game, but... Those are still well-known people. To go choose somebody that has money but not well-known that's black, and then choose somebody who... I actually specifically use them because they're in the hip-hop game, so I would think it'd be even harder for them. Yeah, because not everybody may not know, but it's... it's but like a regular... Uh, a black doctor, for instance, maybe? Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. That versus like... A white trash trailer park junkie. Yeah. I still think the black doctor... is gonna get, He's going to get it worse. You think so? I don't know is what I'm trying to say. In America, the black doctor would probably get pulled over quicker than the... Or bothered sooner than the white guy. Mm, and the to white add to your trash. Point, that black doctor's in a brand new Mercedes. Right. Exactly. And the white think that's maybe stolen. Yeah. And the, the white guy's tra- in a shitty whatever. He's in. There's gonna keep he, it rolling. He's like, oh, he's just he's had a shit deal of life. Exactly. Just another white trash dude. I'm gonna let him go. Yeah. He's life has been hard for him. Life has been hard for this. But you this black guy, excuse me. He could have stole this. Vehicle. Yeah. I don't know you. So interesting. Race is number one. Okay. I'll Class give you that. Is is is. A strong, and that's why it's 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 hard to see where class is because you can see somebody with money, but then the, all those stipulations and thoughts come in from the other person. It's like, oh God! But that's why that's probably why one reason that certain black people feel like they need to be loud and extravagant about their money and how they look. You, I need you to see that I'm a big deal and I'm worth a lot, so that you don't treat me like anything less. Oh. And that might even be subconscious. Because let's be real. We let's probably be, don't even know that we're Because let's that. be real. They, uh, they'll pull over the black doctor in, in, the, in the nice Mercedes. All day. And, or, or bother the black guy walking down the street first before they bother the guy with the entourage and all the cameras and all this. They're like, oh, he's a big deal. He, whoever this guy is, right. is a big deal. Sure. Flashy, flaunty, whatever all this is going on. Whereas the other one is like, again, to your point, I don't know you, you could be stealing something, you could be holding something. Exactly. I don't know who the fuck you are. And that's, and I, that's an, I never thought about that right now too. It's like, I wonder if that's uh, a subconscious reason as sometimes why we need to be flashy. It's not only for the good attention, but to make sure that these people understand that we're not a hood dude. We're not from right. the, it's like, and even if I we're am, letting you know. even even if we are in this, we even, are, yeah. I didn't steal even, it. even if I <laughs> even if I'm from there, yeah, this is my money. This is my money. And I'm if an I, actor, rapper, basketball if player, if I walk into the store, I can afford anything in this fucking sure, bitch. baby. Let's go. You see that I can. So that's an interesting thought. I think that you're onto something there. I really do. <laughs> um, let's see. Trump's new social media business is already worth ten billion. Dollars. Come on, baby. That's the Trump effect. That's the Trump effect. He's so polarizing that sure, he's got half of America who hates him. But guess what, guys? He's also got another half of America that absolutely 
adores this man. They love this guy. And they'll put, they'll back him with their last dollar. He made 10 billion quick. And I would imagine, once again, this is like a couple days old now. He's probably surpassed that tenfold. The Trump effect, man. We're living in a polarizing, polarized world that, if I'm going to be a devil's advocate, Trump definitely fueled that fire. I don't know if we were as polarized before Trump. Um, but he kind of solidified that for America, for us, if you will. And now yeah. we're at a point now where, yeah, it's like there's clearly sides here. This is a tribal game. What side are you on? Are you on the left? Are you on the right? That's- and it's, it's clear with how you live your life and what you tweet and what you reshare and all these things. Right. How are we, uh, Mike Weiss? We're doing good. I'm cool. just- we're almost done anyways. Um, but I, I, I will say love is politics, hate is politics. Bravo to the business acumen. Bravo to being able to raise $10 billion for your own social media business, which I'm curious as to, um, I am curious as to what that's called. The company? Yeah. Trump's uh, uh, social media. Yeah, company. I haven't seen. We haven't seen a name for it yet. What's going on over there, Mike Weiss? Um, I was just trying to determine whether or not these were going too loud, but I think they're fine. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's round this out. <clears throat> let's see. You know about Wall Street bets? No. Wall Street bets is, I believe, a Reddit thread. Um, I forget who's the guy who created it. Smart guy. But they essentially, that Reddit thread is the thread that um kind of flipped the stock market on its head a few months ago. With oh, the whole, with the whole GameStop, GameStop yeah. AMC uh, debacle. Um, he's, he, apparently, Wall Street Bets, did the exact same thing recently with these EV companies. So apparently now it was just might be maybe that ship has sailed already because this is a couple days ago. But um, as of a couple days ago, it would have been a perfect time to get into these EV companies, not Tesla, but other companies. Um, I actually was doing some homework on them myself Um, because they are doing the exact same thing they did with AMC and GameStop, which I believe is like the, it's not pumping up, but they're boosting it. That way it can be shorted. Right. I don't know the logistics, but I know it was a great time to get in. And I was looking at some of these EV companies go up and man, it was like every day it was tenfold. Every day they were going up, up, up. I, I'm curious where they're at now um, and if that ship has sailed, but fuck, that was interesting. And it's really cool that we live in an era now where you have a guy, they can make a Reddit thread that puts a dent in the stock market. Yeah. It does more than that. It kind of flips it on its head. It's kind of amazing to see that level of uh, power. It's nuts. Yeah. It's really, really nuts. Um, yeah, so tune into that if you haven't already. Keep an eye out for these EV companies. Leo DiCaprio is set to star as Jim Jones in the new Jonestown film. You know who Jim Jones is? That rapper? No, Jim Jones the rapper is named after the original Jim Jones, who is a cult leader. 
Oh, did not know. <clears throat> Probably going to butcher this, but hopefully not. Jim Jones, he was a cult leader, I believe it... I don't think it was Texas. No, he, he ended up going to Jonestown. He made up his own town. I think he went to Mexico for a period of time. Brought all of his followers. And like every other cult leader, would fuck all the women, all the kids, you know, the younger girls. Uh-huh. And ended up... Um, I believe killing everybody. Oh wow! On his way out, like killing all of his followers or getting them to to kill themselves. It, it was really wild. Anyways, Leo's playing him in a new movie, which, at the very least, sounds interesting. Sure does. Right. Wow. Um, <clears throat> we got Odo Beckham to the Rams. That's real quick. He hasn't done much. Don't spend too much time on that. Have you seen anything that's interesting of that? Um, apparently he agreed to accept his salary in Bitcoin. He's doing that too. So we have a couple guys who are doing that. We have rappers. Money Man was the first guy who I know who did that. He got his deal with, I believe, Warner in Bitcoin. Shout out to Money Man for that. That nigga's nice. Sure, yeah. For years, he was funding his own shit. Um, he was like a... Real life trapper, like a real trapper. Dope. And now he don't have to really do that. Hopefully, he'll be smart, and now he's now he's on the up and up. No need right. for the trap game. Um, hoo, hoo, hoo. Wow, I guess these three are kind of crazy. Kyle Rittenhouse found not guilty. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Rittenhouse himself. How did you feel about that? Because uh, a lot of the, I'm not gonna say conser- I'm not gonna say conservative media, uh, I but I will say that Rogan had Jocko on specifically. Okay. And you know, they're I'm not gonna say they're in his corner, but they kind of are. And that seems to be the narrative that the left hates this kid, the right is more like, look into it. Because you see that the people he killed, one guy was a child molester and rapist, the other guy was something also heinous, um, that he was being chased by a pack of people. My thing is, I get those things, which, that's what the right's saying. That's what, you know, I don't want to say that, Rog- that Rogan's on the right, but I think inadvertently, he's kind of become that a little bit. A little bit. Not in a bad way, but that's just my opinion. I think that's a lot of people's opinion. I love it. I think you should be able to think whatever you think. But that's where I think he stands slightly. Um, but I get the left's narrative, which is like, why the fuck are you coming to a protest riot is really what it was with a uh, assault rifle. The right is saying that his family had a store in Kenosha. So he was going to basically protect his family's store. You know, it's also his family dropped him off. I mean, there's so many, I don't know. It's not good, not good. But the riots aren't good. But the riots are also a response to George Floyd. So it's just, ah, it's, fuck, there's so many layers to this. I saw, uh, I think a meme that was quite interesting. It said, um, how come property? Well, I don't want to butcher it now. What was it? It was um something along the lines of like, 
the response to each thing, one being appropriate and one not being appropriate. I think it was like, why is murder appropriate for property damage, but property damage is not appropriate for murder? Let me think about that one. Because property they're property damage. I don't really understand that one. They're saying that like, why is um, why is it justified to kill somebody because they're destroying property, but it's not justified to destroy property because they've killed somebody? Oh, now I get it. Okay. Because that's this whole George Floyd, Kyle Rittenhouse thing. It's like this. That's kid interesting. Is, it's like the riots are the response to someone being killed. That's what the riots are. And the defense of this kid mm. is he's out here saving property damage. So he's allowed to have killed those two people out of self-defense. Just, it's always one-sided. My, yeah, that's rather ironic, isn't it? And that's the thing. I know we say ironic like 20 times a day, <laughs> both of us. Right. But that's right. the definition of irony. Right. And hypocrisy. And it's, hypocrisy. It, it's, it's a slap in the face. Look, he got lucky that maybe one of the persons he shot might have been a slumbag uh, human being. Yeah. He didn't know he that. Got lucky. He got lucky. said it, bro. He didn't know who the hell that was. Yeah, I guess he right. went there with an intention sure. to hurt somebody. And that fact that this white boy had that intention, and because luckily he wasn't there to hurt any of the other People, the law-abiding citizens or the police, he's treated differently. Were his intentions to hurt somebody? Okay, he but, drove there with a gun. Okay, but check this out. My question is to you: Were they racially motivated? In your I, opinion, I don't want to. I don't know I don't that wanna, they were. I don't want to throw that in because it seems that who he shot wasn't like black people. But to your point, he got lucky. Exactly. If, if they were black. The story would have been completely twisted. You know that. Right. They would have right. said, this is completely racially exactly. motivated. Exactly. And let's be real. At the times, the reason why he's being chased is because a kid showed up on the scene with a gun. Yeah. I'll give you and that. And a white kid showed up on the scene with a gun. And everywhere else, anybody else who showed up with a gun came to hurt somebody. It wasn't to protect any of the protesters or rioters. Right. They came to hurt people. So... People were like, well, we're not going to do... Like, there was that one uh, news bit during the protest where it was like a guy claiming that he got jumped by a bunch of people and that he got beaten up by a bunch of uh, uh, blacks and Mexicans. And then they show video that the guy had a fucking bow and arrow and he was threatening people beforehand. I didn't he hear about this He switches the narrative. So that's why it's like all of this is so annoying because it's At the it's same like, protest, at the same right? No, no, no. Di different. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um... I think that one was in California somewhere. Okay. But it just goes to show it's like there's always so many narratives. At the end of the day, he went to a place he shouldn't have been at with a weapon that he shouldn't have had with an intention to hurt somebody. And he ended up killing two people. He should be held accountable for that. I don't give a fuck about the self-defense. I don't give a fuck about I came here to protect property. No one asked you. It's not your job. You should not okay. have been there. Okay, fair. You should not have been there. You said the intentions were to hurt somebody. I think the only argument would be maybe the intentions were just to protect his family's store. Those most at the at the purest form. Sure. Those sure. would be his purest intentions. Sure. That's but not that's, even that that 
good of a sell. I'm just right. saying what That's, the right would say. Yes, but exactly. That also feels like the whole self-defense thing. Is it self-defense? Is the guy you shot, you shot him in the back? No, it was he the moment? He was, he... But then again, the video, but that's my point. My 30 people but, is still my, but still my point. It's not... You, you should still be held accountable for taking a life. Because okay. at the end of the day, okay. in the heat of the moment, you could have looked up and this is why he, he should not have been there. He's not trained to be He's there. 17 years old. He's a, he should not have been know, there. He right. chose to put so himself... So parents then. So, Blame parents, no? No, I, he's, I, he went there... Whoever dropped him off, all of them held accountable. Okay, all of them okay. held accountable. That's not you being should said not right have now, been though. that. The, but sure, making that decision to go there and to do that, you put yourself at that risk. Yeah. At the end of the day, what you could what you could have done is if he was running away, shoot up in the air, da da da, hold. He's running away. No man, it's a. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know how that goes. But at the, the, the end of the day, of the moment, you're not trained to that, and that's interesting. And that's why you should go to jail because you chose wow. to be there, and you were not trained to do okay. it. If somebody, if if somebody tries to be a play doctor and they accidentally kill somebody, they are still held responsible. You can't do that in this case. If if what you did was it was it yeah. ended up resulting in that person's death. What's like, crazy is that not only is he not going to jail, he's probably going to be making a lot of money from this. Oh, of course, he's going to get a fucking book, book deals, deals. You said a fucking it, man. movie. I'm I'm pissed. I hate it. I yeah, hate all of it. Is, this is big I hate all of it because deals. it's so it's such he's a slap on Fox in the every face. Day. It's a slap in the face to to anyone for a hope in this system. Because look again, I don't care that how lucky he got on who he killed. He should not have been there in the first place. He should not have uh, have had the gun. I'll give you that. He, it's not his job. That's what the police were for. But they you really want to do their something. Job. You go get you. It's still not your job. They don't. I don't. You're, you don't get to walk into the doctor's office and try to save somebody because they're overbooked. Or they're overstaffed or understaffed. Interesting. You don't I get like to walk metaphor. in there I'll like you know that. what? I, I I got this. You just just give me the needle. I'll yeah. I'll give him the shot. You guys are all you guys are really tired. Yeah. It doesn't. That's not sure, the case. Sure, sure, yeah. You don't you don't get to walk sure. into the mechanics store and be like, hey man, you you guys are taking a long Pass time. Pass me can the I, drill. Yeah, yeah. You guys can can I do this myself? I do this on my own time anyways. It's let me. I've got my own drills. I don't know. You don't you don't get to do that. So why does this little white boy get to play police? That's annoying. He needs to be held accountable. I will say the other thing, the only thing that was good news was the three guys who uh, were who shot and killed Ahmed Aubrey, the, the the runner. Yeah, they were uh, rightfully convicted. I'm glad you brought that up because and, I didn't even have that on my list. They are rightfully convicted. That was our only like like moment of justice is is for the guys who got Aubrey. Because that that's the that's the only good side that we've had. Fuck it, let's end it there. I think yeah. that was really good. Um, happy news, Drake and Kanye reconciled, and they have a concert <laughs> coming up on December 9th. I'm excited about that. Other than that, um, it's a new story every hour. It's not even every day now. Yeah. Every hour. I mean, you got your buddy. Peter texts you yep. news updates every single day. fucking day. Like yeah. 30 minutes of something new happening. It's yeah. it's it's so much to keep up on. 
But this is what we found interesting this week. Um, I'm excited for this Juice World documentary that's going to be coming up on HBO. I don't know when that's going to drop. But, you know, I was a huge fan of him, just like I was a huge fan of Virgil. And a lot of these guys that tend to be passing away on us. So We're signing off, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Audio only. Next week, we'll get back to video. This is Boss Talk. We appreciate y'all. Peace.